Hi, and welcome to Mississippi Ghost Encrypted Podcast. Tonight's topics are we're going to talk about ghost hunting, what we thought it was going to be compared to what our experiences actually were getting into this field. So, um, Chris, on your very first investigation, what was your what was your thoughts what were, or expectations going into it? Expectations. Um, I guess because I considered I'm not uh, I'm not psychical, so I was not psychical. able to psychical. So I was I don't have that extra um, sense within me to me pick up on things very well. Um, and the equipment back then was very primitive, mm-hmm. but I still had that level of instant gratification. Because I think one of the first shows, other than like um, Unsolved Mysteries, was mm-hmm. like, um, remember those ghost specials yeah. that used to come on on like, um, this was before Channel, uh, this had been Discovery Channel. Right. And um, I'd record those all in like old VHS tapes and rewatch them throughout the year because. Okay. <sighs> <laughs> For those of you that don't know what a VHS, a VHS tape, tape, Google it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Google PHS No. So, um, I guess I expected more of a, a slightly instant, you know, I mean, it was a little bit different because I know you had to have patience with it. Um, and then even when we started doing this, I, I would assume professionally, mm-hmm. um, about 12 years ago, that the, the, you know, the, the equipment was very primitive and it got very, it became um, monotonous at times. Because you're right. sitting there, and you have to have it's just you have to it's just patience is key. Patience right. having having a level of patience and respect at the same time, even mm-hmm. though you're getting very flustered, right. is like very important. Mm-hmm. So, I guess the expectations that I had were trying to directly communicate with with the spirit and such, but that's not that wasn't the case at that point. Okay, it took a few times to warm up. All right, and Terry. I would believe my expectations were to try and prove it wasn't real. So you were going straight into that straight up Hollywood. You were gonna yeah. I was like, no Hollywood, you're wrong. You haven't proved it to me. No matter what type of equipment we have, Mm -hmm. Uh, Chris is right. It was you know old audio recorder Mm -hmm. and very pixelated cameras. I was working (laughs) with film. Yeah, and I, I got into it after that. I couldn't afford so it was like yeah. 110. Um, so the one thing I did learn, though, is, God, evidence review is just horrible. Right. Sitting there for hours and hours, <laughs> listening to the same people ask the same question. Right. And not getting any answer, and you're like, Ugh. it's really about being the clever, same joke. You know? What kills me is the same joke, and and you you know, in the first time you hear it again, you kind of giggle. By the fourth or fifth time you've heard that joke, you're just like, yeah, because yes. it's an, on a total another piece of evidence or another piece of equipment that you're reviewing the evidence for, and it's like, oh lord. Um, but yeah, I I think that's that's it. I was going in, I was like, okay, no, I'm going to show Hollywood that no, that's not right. And no, that's not real. And no, this is what actually happened, and this is why it happened. I mean, look. Let's look at the case of the Amityville Horror. Look how crazy, out of control, amped up 
that that story was. There was only maybe 10% of that was true. Well, I mean, and I think the whole thing with Annabelle, too. I mean, you've got to, or The Conjuring. The Conjuring yeah. I mean, Hollywood took this amount of much, but. I mean, they interviewed the Warrens and got mm-hmm. enough information to make this. It was, it, it was a good film for what it was, but it was way over the top. But then again, if they had the real version of that. I was going to say, do you think that it would have it would have been what it was, but the real version? All right. So what about you, Bobby? What did you expect when you went? I will say that I thought it was going to be just like my first, you know, watching Ghost Hunters on TV, that we were going to go in there to this house. We were going to set up all these cameras. We were going to put all these recorders out. We're going to, you know, turn these lights out, and we're going to ask, you know, these questions, and we're going to go around, and we're either going to debunk stuff um, and then at the time, to me, debunking stuff was kind of like, okay, their AC was going to be, you know, they were going to be hearing this because of the AC or somebody was playing music outside. That was debunking stuff. You know, there's a whole broader spectrum. Right. You know. You expand on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to go in, into. But um, then we were going to get all these recorders and we're going to have all these videos to show us that this guest was doing this and this. Was, and I was actually expecting to have that, that actual touch or feel of something in the home, the second home. It was gonna. Be, I didn't have it at the first one, but that's okay. We're gonna have it the second one. You know. <laughs> Did you ever get slimed? Ectoplasm. Jesus. <laughs> well, let's just going say, back to the ghost hunter reference. When you're going to a house say, at night in the middle. Of the- <laughs> ghost, <laughs> or, or, ghost wise, no. No. Okay, yeah. that's all we need. We'll, to know. we'll just go Yikes. ghost wise, no. <laughs> <laughs> But, I mean, it, it's these things that, and I don't know, like I said, how much, um, and, and some of the stuff was terminology and stuff I just didn't understand, uh-huh. you know, um, of grounding yourself. You've got to ground yourself, and, you, you've, you know, you've got to make sure that, um, that you're making sure that you're not, don't project, don't, and don't allow something to enter you. And, and I'm like, what's, you know, how, like, is, how? You, know, you know, it's one of these things right. and, and you're asking, but at the same time, sometimes the people that are teaching you aren't really knowing it themselves. So they're just giving you the basic buzzwords, defini- you know, yeah. definition of something. Right. Yeah. And, um, and not that the people that the first group that I got into by any means was, you know, I will say not intelligent or, or doing what they were doing. I just think that at the time that was the knowledge that they had. And then. Um, there was a lot of due to personal experiences. Yeah. I had to, I, you know, to personal problems and stuff in my own health and stuff. I had to get out of it. Sure. Um, and then getting back into the field, I had researched more. You know, I had I had wanted to actually learn what grounding was, what chakras were, what you know, all the stuff that I will say in my little small corner of Van Cleve. I, you know, I didn't expand that brain or, or mind into. Right. Bringing into my life that mm-hmm. wasn't something that was taught in my community. That wasn't something sure. we learned about. You know, it wasn't something my friends talked about. So, um, well, this this field's like ever evolving with technology, technology, and the ways to do things. Right. And you know, we found yes. we found kind of the wrong way to do some stuff in our terms, mm-hmm. and the right way to do some stuff. Right, and it, not every single instance is going to be the same. So right. it's not like, you know, whatever we did, somebody else in another state or even another town, it right. worked for them, but it just didn't work for us for the environment we were well, in. Well, and I mean, you know, like you, you mentioned in the last podcast, um, 
Some things are going to talk to males, and some things are going to talk to females. Some things are, for some reason, talk to, you know, open up freely to certain people. Right. Um, and, and the thing, the thing we have to consider at all times, whomever we're trying to communicate with, pretend like you're talking. Not pretend, you're talking to a person. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, unless we're something talking about, you know, very dark. You're talking to a deceased person, so just like you talk to any other person, right? Um, you are going to hopefully speak um, uh, kind, right? To yeah. Them. Well, but, but, and you're not going to assume, you know, and even though you can't physically see them, and you may not get the instant gratification of hearing their voice respond, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that people haven't had experiences right. with direct communication, right? You know, but. As far as you know, because you're talking in the thin air, you're trying to commute. You're, you're, you're sitting in a dark. You're sitting room in a very dark room, and, and you're 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 basically playing. You're having tea. Right. Well, yeah, yeah. and I mean that's one of the things too. I mean, you're rolling a ball down the hallway to see if something rolls a ball back, and it doesn't. So you get up, go get the ball, and you go sit back down where you were, and, and you try again. I mean, we're putting baby powder on somebody's floor yeah. to see if something leaves right. footprints for four to that? six hours. You know, does he, so. you know, does now, in notoriously haunted facilities like right. like asylums and hospitals and you know um, places where tragedy struck, with many many lives have been mm-hmm. lost, and the ones who still roam, there's going to be crazy a crazy influx of activity, mm-hmm. and therefore I think the response of whatever you ask or whatever you you know. You know, if you you knock on a wall or, you know, try Mm -hmm. to communicate with me in some way, you're more likely to get that because now you have an audience. Right. Right. Even though you can't see them. Right. You have an audience. If we're into a personal investigation in somebody's house and there may be one, maybe two, um, you know, entities there, the likelihood, especially if they're not comfortable with you Mm -hmm. and they want you gone, you know, you may not get anything. We've, we've, well, we and I mean, that. my thing too is, I think, I mean, my thing is, it's kind of like, okay, you're in here in my house. I don't have to talk to you. No. I'll just, you, you have at it. I'll go in here or and can... I'll go somewhere else, you know, somewhere else. And, you know, <laughs> and there you are. It is. Hi, it, if it, you're in here, can you, will you, you know, if I roll this ball to you, will you roll the ball back to me? And they're like, you idiot, I ain't rolling nothing right. to you, you know? Yeah, right. like some 60-something-year-old dude's like, what? You, what? No. Yeah. Well, and that's the whole thing. I think you have to... You have to base your questioning on the location you're at. You can't have just a set number of questions you're going to ask for each individual location. Mm-hmm. Say Waverly Hills, which we've we've investigated. You don't. You wouldn't use that same type of question and answer as you would the neighbor's house. Right. Right. You know, you have different environment there. Different things happen there. You want to relay that to them. More medical. More, more medical. Um, you also know the history of it, so you kind of want to base maybe some of the questioning <clears throat> off the history. Your questions mm-hmm. were more respectful and, this And this time was period. like nine, 90 years ago. Right. So. You know, because, hey, dude, what's your name? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, uh, so, yeah. you know, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean, you, really. you're, you're, you know, and, and that's one of the things, too, in this field is nobody's telling me when I first started, you know, you need to be able to respect all time periods. It was just you're going to be respectful. We don't ask questions, and we don't tell ask somebody who died. When did you die? Mm-hmm. Uh, how did you get killed? Do you know? Do you know your dad? We we didn't do those kind of things because mm-hmm. you know I, when I got into this field, you know, it was one of the first things I was taught was respect. But you don't see that on TV. You see a lot of provoked. Well, let me say, some shows 
have provoking. Some shows Correct. don't. You know, some, some, and I will say, you know, I've won a couple of investigations and um, with some other par- groups and stuff like that that was hosted, you know, by some TV show groups and stuff like that. And they're allowing people to go through and they're not asking very respectful questions. But they're not stopping them either from asking those, you know, right. those questions. And to me, you know, it's it's one of those things. Everybody thinks that they're supposed to perform for you. Mm-hmm. And I will say, I think I was part of that when I first started. That they were gonna, they were gonna talk to me, and they're they're gonna give all these answers. And not that I was demanding it in any way. It's because it, everybody likes Bobby. Why wouldn't they talk to her? Well, I mean, I'm a nice person. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm not mean. No. And, you know, I don't serve some nice of the words the I've been called, but, um, yeah. you know. <laughs> Actually, now I've earned every one of those titles. But um, <laughs> but it, it's one of those things that I think that comes in a t- being naive with it. Um, yeah, yeah, right, and, right. And, it, it wasn't on purpose, but at the same time, I think that you we have to, this feels ever-changing. With experience comes much, much knowledge. Right, but at the same time, I don't even know if, for all the years we've been investigating, you know, I, I still keep finding different ways to, oh, when that, just you Just like know, Terry said, it's ever-evolving, yeah, and know, not just technology-wise. Um. You know, and I love watching shows on YouTube and stuff mm-hmm. like that of other people investigating, and even some of those shows that really piss me off. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, "Come on, I know it's for the ratings, but just stop." Mm-hmm. You know, you know these kind of things. And I know some things have to be reenacted because it didn't get caught on camera at this time and that time. And I and I, I respect all their different reasons for why some things they they get so much evidence when you know yeah, on TV. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, and I understand that without some things being recreated <laughs> or um, or that shock value um, of it or the acting part of it, I wouldn't have those shows to kind of learn from or to kind of get, oh, or get my theories mm-hmm. or my ideas from. Sure. Because I will say, you know, you two guys were trapped in a car with me on the way to Kentucky, <laughs> and I picked your brains very hard to come up with an idea that I had seen off a show. Ever. And it was like, you two guys are really into it. You can make this happen. You can do you know. And, yeah. you know. Yeah, we did. Trap you two guys in a car with me. And I can get you, you know, get your guys. Is, y'all I, think, will, I think that's called kidnapping. You know. Don't worry. You Trust out. me. I heard the stories. You heard the stories. <laughs> On the other trip to Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To go, uh, supposedly. Remember the alligators, in a, Yeah, in a. In a Bigfoot type of uh, investigation, but <laughs> yeah. uh, but it well, but once again, it's it's the way they're doing it. We did it a different way, mm-hmm. but we also learned. Well, maybe we shouldn't do that. Let's try this. Mm-hmm. Let's try that, and we right. keep trying it. And the goal, I think, at the end is to try and get evidence. Try and reaffirm with your client: this is not going to hurt you. This is not going to harm you. Right. This is what it is as we know it now. Mm-hmm. I, we've had probably maybe five investigations where we can actually say, okay, it was X, Y, Z. A lot of the other investigations, it could be A, B, C. Right. You know? On the fence post about it. And again, to, you know, talking to our listeners out there, you don't have to necessarily hire a team to have, you can perform your own investigation. 
Right. We're providing insight. Um, you know, you don't, and you don't have to have thousands of dollars worth of equipment. Mm-mm. It's, but in the same token, you know, just be very, very cautious. Cause remember you have to live there. And if you're helping somebody, yeah. they have to live there too. And you, the last thing you want to do is upset. So if you think you're on, um, on a, I want to say on a roll. Like if you if you think you're you're getting closer to communicating with who you, whom you think it is, um, that's a good path to start with. Starting that starting the the area activity, um, I'd be very wise to have a recorder. You can use your phone as a recorder. I, I just I've caught stuff on a tablet. You caught stuff on the tablet. Right. Really good evidence on the tablet. Yeah, you just don't want to try and force a response. Don't try or exactly or advise them to please touch me, please touch me, because yeah. then you are giving whatever is their permission to do whatever they want and to. Please, do. under no circumstance, so. bust out a Ouija board and think that good things will come from that. Well, and that's I will say that's one of the things I've never understood is for somebody. Okay, you know, with all the respectful questions that we do, we do ask and, and try to get yes and no answers to. Where where would you go into somebody's house and be like, if you want to use my energy? Go ahead and use my energy. Who would you say that to? Really? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's I mean, whose house would, well, or, or business? Or? It is, it's, well, it's assuming that we think that we know, or we believe we know, that entities are made up of energy right. once they leave the but human still, body. Do they, do they know that they're made of energy? Well, well I mean, my whole thing is, I, I do, I will say, in, in, my, in my little small corner in my, in my brain, um, that... I think they are on a higher knowledgeable plane than we are. I will say I think that because there's no way that somebody from 1930 would be using our equipment today and know how to use it. I do think that somebody that used to speak German is that spoke German their whole life or you know or whatever language automatically understands. And I do think that that intelligence comes okay. from crossing over. Maybe it you know opens up something, but you know. Like that's, I said, that's a fair assessment. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. At the same time, because where do they learn to manipulate sound waves? Where do they learn to get the energy to maybe, do this? And maybe this it's is, when you're part of that segment. Maybe when you're becoming one with frequencies, because mm-hmm. your I mean, energy is a frequency. So if you're mm-hmm. on, if you're within that frequencies, you know, then you can learn how to manipulate it. Right. And that's what we've talked about too. You know, um, some of our examples when we with the clients and stuff was, you know, um, the tugging. You know, something's right. pulling on me right. and stuff like that. And we're like, well, do they actually know how much energy they're actually exerting, um, right. to, or how much force that energy is actually exerting to get your attention? To you know, the scratching and stuff like that. Well, you know, that that's how, where a lot of the demonic come into place. Right. It's like, oh, I'm being touched. I'm being touched. Well, you're being touched because we're being scratched, and it's yeah. being scratched, and the, 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 the thing of three, yeah. the thing of three, which is a you know a mockery of the, the right. It's because you're not seeing or hearing that entity or being or whatever we want to call mm-hmm. it. The only way to do that is to have some physical interaction. Mm-hmm. Your brain automatically goes, "Oh, it must be a demon," because you're seeing it on TV, you're reading it in books or something like that. Well, it's possibly not. It's possibly your grandmother, your grandfather informing you, I'm still here and I see you. Mm-hmm. Or Hollywood. Or, or, former, or just former or homeowner. Or anybody. You know, that, that was there. I mean, yeah. and, and then again. They're pissed because you you're in their house. Well, you changed my wallpaper, you know. Right. Um, right. 
I mean, it's it's just all these kind of things that go into play with it. So, um, so now that okay, you you guys have always been skeptical. The major, I will say, the major skeptics. I, you know, I'm gonna, you know, that not, <laughs> like I've said before, that knock is the ghost. But um, having EVPs, having heard EVPs, having seen manipulations and stuff with the video, are you still skeptical that there's not something out there? Are, are you still saying that no, there's not ghosts, or, or oh, do you no, say God, no that no. there? Are, no, are you I, feel I very more much believe in paranormal activity. Is? No. no, no, not the activity itself. For you beings, and for you... I can't tell you it's a ghost. I'm not going by the generic definition of a ghost that's actually manipulating the equipment. I Personally. Think, I think there are many good and bad things that exist on the earth that keep its balance. Mm-hmm. And they're here for a reason right. after we pass. Because I don't believe that, ever, that ever, if you pass... For one thing, I don't believe that when you pass, that's it. Right. That there is life after death. I do mm-hmm. fully believe in that. Where you go after that is, um, well, it could be a very long topic, but if you do not, well, just for the sake of, you know, bring a religion to it. If you do not ascend to heaven or descend to hell, then you're basically stuck on earth. And growing up Catholic, I think that was kind of a translation, translation as if you're stuck on earth mm-hmm. after you pass that would be what i would consider purgatory right so you do have unfinished business for one reason mm-hmm. or another you may not even know you have unfinished business mm-hmm. but you're here and it's either you find a way to to pass on or mm-hmm. you don't or you maybe you need help from somebody else mm-hmm. there are mediums out there who claim they can help spirits pass on um I don't know how much stock I have with that, but it's been claimed many times. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, there there are, yes, there are definitely spirits out there, and I think there are plenty of good and equally plenty of bad ones, and that's mm-hmm. that's kind of the, the balance. Right. There's the, it's the yin and the yang of the spirit world. Okay. I believe it's just energy. If we all have a, a life force, let's say, and it's energy... It's those who willingly know how to manipulate your own energy after death. It is. Because well, my thoughts. There are several well, it's people. In, in intelligent energy, I think. Well, is yeah, there are several people yeah. that either don't know how to. Well, my, th- yeah, my thought is you pass on. You are now a form of energy. Mm-hmm. Whether you can absorb more energy to manifest for where people can see you or you can touch something or something like that. That, I believe, is up to you. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a can be taught or learned type of. That's a very good question. Thing. Yeah, um, some of the instances where you had where we were investigating, and this is another thing is we've investigated one location four times. Mm-hmm. Each time we've gone back, the response has increased. Right. So whether that is that, whatever's there, learning how to communicate better on their own. Or they're more comfortable. Or more comfortable with us. Or exactly. They were just Opening home at up. the time when we were there. <laughs> so <laughs> they were out the, right. the movies, yeah. So it's one of the me, I think I believe it's since we are all energy, there's all an energy form, mm-hmm. it's being able to manipulate that energy afterwards. I don't think like you're saying, when you die, okay, now you have no energy left and you're just a carcass. 
No, per se. Well, no, because well, we're a vessel, theory, right? Well, I was going to say the theory of energy is it's continuing. It's continuing. Yeah. It, yeah. it does not. It, it does not gain any less or gain any more. Right. Right. It just yeah. it dissipates. And so, if if you living exude bad energy, mm-hmm. you're probably going to do that when you pass on. You probably are, and you are. There, there are very. It's very. There's a fine line between. Good so, and bad. so I think it, it is just that is you learning how to control your energy after you've passed on because you are another, just another form. Right. Well, I mean, so what is your take on, like, with the people who, like, meditate and try to open the third eye? And I think and they're controlling their yes. own energy they before. They control their energy I think now. that they will have a now. better chance now because they're going through that kind of um, mm-hmm. self-preservation and practice. I think that they're going to have a much better time of controlling it once their physical body goes away. Right. right. And I think that's all it is, too. Like, you brought up grounding. Mm-hmm. What does grounding mean? Yeah. Who can do it? Who can't do it? How right. do you learn it? It it's yeah. it's something you have to I be. I don't even know if I learned it because I don't have that ability to like. That like you with know. You, you, you yeah. pick up. You know, you're, you're sensitive to EMF. Right. I don't have that. You know, this rhino hide don't let nothing in. You know, <laughs> it's one of those things that. You know, like touch a doorknob on like a cold day and it just shocks the hell out of you. No, Walmart my hand sticks. Walmart, that. that's yeah. grounding. I'm kidding. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say, well, I'm not grounded because, uh, um, but yeah, these, but yeah. Things, you know, these things like that. Um, That's kind of what makes me jealous in this field. Are I don't know about jealous, but I'm. I would love to actually be able to. I guess the terms foreshadow mm-hmm. to try and see what's actually there, and know how to react to it. But in a way, mm-hmm. I probably don't. Well, you, you know, because well, I really well, don't want to see what the bad outcome could be if it happens. But right. in a way, it's like, well, maybe I could stop that outcome, but you probably can't. Yeah. You need a DeLorean. Uh, yeah, but. Yeah, you need yeah. a time machine. Uh, my yeah. flux capacitor is <laughs> well, kind of burnt know, well, out. Well, okay, well, it's like this thing. I'd rather, I'd like to, like, take the little blue pill, and I know that it's going to wear off in eight hours. Me too. So oh, fine. man. So, but, no, no, yeah, that's what it is for you. Call, guys. call your medical professional if it lasts more than four. <laughs> Trust me. Well, you know, but my, but my thing is, he's having a hard time getting through this. No okay, pun intended. That color pill was not the, you know, but I would like to be able to take a pill that would allow me to have the ability to see this or that. But I know that if it wasn't for me, that, that it would wear yeah. off. You know, there are some people who claim to have you know psychical abilities right. when they can they can see into the future. And it's not on purpose. It's on accident. It's like right. a, they consider it more of a curse than a gift. Well, I mean, if you can't change something, you can't and you do know. it because we right. we have deja. I can't remember the term deja vu. Well, deja vu is the is the experience of ex, you experience something that's things. already happened. Right. But there's the opposite, and I can't remember the freaking name of it right now. Life. Yeah, life. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, there is the ability to foreshadow. Yeah. And most of the time, it'll come like in a daydream or, or a nightmare. Right. Yeah. And um, there are the people you know you see who have interviewed who have that kind of ability are not too happy about that. Yeah, but, I was going to say. Yeah, and I, I think it's a whole thing of like it might be too much to try and control. It is. I mean, what, what what would you be able to if you had that kind of a power? Do you think you could prevent anything? You'd be changing the, the time space continuum. Well, not only that, but it, okay. lottery. But oh, and that's the dream. Be careful. Um, but this is the thing, though. 
being able to have something like that, like you're saying, not being able to change. But not only that, how many people are going to listen to you? They're going to think you're crazy. Right. Well, I mean, but right. really, you have this ability. Unless you step out in front of a moving bullet or caught. You yeah, know but, I mean? but or, you, you know what I'm saying? How many people? It's like, it's kind of, I think that's where talking about ghosts or, or talking about seeing UFOs or people talking about seeing Bigfoot, they're ridiculed. Or, or right, any, anything. Right. Um, because it's all about proof. That's the thing. Right. I, I think that's why this, the, the, at least the feel of capturing uh, spiritual entities, I think mm-hmm. that's why if you can capture it and you can show it or, mm-hmm. or, or display or you know, convince somebody on audio, then you have a better chance of it being real, not folklore. Okay, so for someone who or is maybe or maybe not on the Bigfoot spectrum of if he's there or not, I mean, we've got people who have posted photos. <clears throat> You've got people in almost all over the United States that are saying that they've seen something, this, you know, large, hairy mass of, of, of a beast. You know, um, people who are terrified of it, mm-hmm. and not, and I'm not to say that the hoaxers aren't out there to to to, to bring the fear on people. But that comes with all of this, yeah. But at the same time, there's you know there's photo evidence, and then you know, so now that you have that, and that still hasn't changed your mind on that. I'm not look. I'm not going to be. I'm not going to. Be completely naive and say that that doesn't exist. Oh no, you never have. I will be- say you've been no right. because I mean I have to with everything. It's always good to keep an open mind. Um, but it's hard to say, hey, look, this is real because, or this is plausible, right? Because I haven't personally been caught that, and I've been on big big investigations with y'all, mm-hmm. and um, I just haven't caught the evidence that I feel the need to satisfy myself to present because that's how i have to feel about it right it's not what i want it's what i can present to somebody else and that's the same thing with me and evidence review on the ghost or entities or whatever yes we heard this evp Mm. was it a ghost because personal experiences really don't mean shit don't take my personal experiences away to other people not to you yeah i mean you can't you can't really present a personal experience as evidence because it is a personal it's, experience. It's, it's, right. it's, 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 it's its own. Right. Um, but if we have if we have technological equipment that tell us this happened, yes, we can present that. Okay, something said this, but I personally cannot tell you. Yes, it was a ghost. I cannot right. tell you. I said I can tell you it sounds female or it sounds male. Right. Well, I mean, we've had but, we've had some EVPs where somebody said, "Well, that sounds like so and so in my family," right, you know, right. um, or you know, other people have had. Photos or something to just say, well, that kind of resembles my aunt Sally or grandma. Jay. That's a good. That's a great start to it, go down. You know, yeah, you have a, you have um, kind of a hint. Yeah, right, a puzzle, and which which is great. You have something for them. Even just that little amount puts them to ease. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know how many times we've gone in and say, "Look, we found this. We found this off the first investigation. We can come back." They're like, "Nope, I'm good." You know, mm-hmm. you you found something. Do you think it's going to harm me? No, we have no indication that it will. No. But yeah. if you, if anything picks it back up, let us know. Right. Blah, blah, blah. 
And no, been it, broken, yeah, not it's been resolved for seven, eight, 12 times to right. be like, when are you guys, when are you coming? When are you coming? Exactly. You know? And I think the good thing too, about when we were in the group is you have to have a resolution plan after you investigate and give the evidence. Mm-hmm. You can't just go investigate. Here's your evidence and then drop it like that. You know, you have to have right. somebody that knows how to sage or cleanse a house or give them alternatives mm-hmm. to do this. It's it's not it's like not completing the job. You know, you take your car in. Hey, yeah, uh, your noise, your brakes are making noise. Here's your car. It's like, well, you gonna fix it? Like, no, you know. So, uh, but it, going back to the whole paranormal investigating, mm-hmm. getting us a group together, going out and doing it, it's fun, right? It can be frustrating, sure. Evidence review itself can be monotonous right? and hectic. But the minute you get that piece of evidence and you find it and you hear it, you're like, oh, man, we got something. It's mm-hmm. one of the greatest feelings. Right. The and, and then yeah. going back and say, okay, we did catch this. Mm-hmm. Do you need? And just knowing that they're at peace now, because mm-hmm. when they call, and we've discussed right. earlier, when they call you, they are hectic. Email, right. emails or calls or whatever they're like we don't know what to do it's been going on da, 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 da. it's unfortunate that we don't have the ability to be there I mean it's their house why would we want to stay in their house for like a month or something trying to investigate right but all the experiences that they had there right. we weren't able to catch in one right. night which is I mean let's be real if there's something wrong with your car and it con it constantly makes a noise you finally take it in the shop and they're like we don't know what you're talking yeah. about and it's like you know we discussed when you go into that location whoever is there if it's intelligent and knows that somebody else is coming to the house mm-hmm. it might not open up to strangers sure it doesn't know what your intentions are until you or, show or poltergeists that are attacked to teenagers who are out of the house when when yeah you know when I mean? we go to investigate in right. our opinion a poltergeist is a basically a human Haunting of themselves, they project. project the they yes. project energy that is likely negative. It's, it's yeah. really, there's nothing positive about this. That when a teenager is going, you know, is, is changing, becoming a man or a woman, the hormones are going nuts, and because of that, there he says that, you know, we they they can basically project what we call a poltergeist, which means noisy ghost, and. Um, that can cause things to fly across the room, um, you know, lots of fragile things to break. Um, That's where we roll back into. And they've into. actually had for scra- scratches and, and... And scratches, and, all these things. But it normally happens when they're around, though. Right. When they're around, and they don't have to be in the same room. They're just in the same household. Well, and I will say, just some of the shows that we've watched, too, people have, have brought somebody in the household who's had the most activity... Mm-hmm. And where they've been investigating and nothing's happened, they bring somebody in the house that the activities kind of happen around, and they start getting responses. Mm-hmm. Right. And again, I right. think that goes to who who it wants to communicate Absolutely. with and who, and who it, it doesn't. doesn't. Who they're yeah. comfortable you with. Know. Yeah. Yeah. But just cautionary terms: never ask for anybody to touch you, go through you, move this for you. Yeah, just, you know, draw your own energy to communicate. Just really keep don't in, keep want in mind that. the consequences that will that yeah. will bring upon yeah so all right um, anything else we got to discuss this time I was gonna say no but stay tuned please look us up on Facebook at mgcpodcast dot 
Or just MGC Podcast. MGC yeah. Podcast, yes, yeah. And, well, if you have, and if you have any additional questions after, so we have plenty more content to cover, of course, but we're going to look forward to answering. Right, and I'm, I mean, I'm looking forward to answering your questions, looking forward to yep. get your take and views, because, um, I mean, like we said, this is an ever-evolving, changing field. It is. Um, if you want your questions answered, yeah. like we're like recorded, we can do as well, or if you prefer to be anonymous, we can. Yeah, just go ahead and send us a message on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll let you know, you know, when we can get you on and all that kind of good stuff. Um, several more topics to cover. We are going to cover everything paranormal. We're literally yeah. just getting started. This is right a there long, a long road of awesomeness. So, uh, hopefully, uh, you're enjoying it so far. Leave us comments, please. Yeah, we can only let get us better. know how, how, what we can change, what you would like us to cover, and we'll do our best to get research and get it out there for you. All right. We appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you all. Have a good one.